Welcome back to another Breakthrough Success episode. I'm your host, Mark Birdie, and this is the 600th episode of the show. So I decided I'm going to reflect a little bit on this episode, share some of the stuff I've learned on my podcasting journey, hosting Breakthrough Success for what's now been over four years, and some of the lessons for you guys and gals if you want to do your own podcast, just some of the stuff to save time, speed things up, and the mindset you need to have for success. So when I first got started with podcasting, it was a big money drain because I spent a lot of money on an editor, I paid for show notes, and it's common for podcasters to have those expenses in the beginning because they don't want to do those things. They don't want to edit. They don't want to do the show notes because you hear some of these super professional podcasts. They have the intro music. They have the transitions. They have the ending outros. They have all this fancy stuff and all that takes time. And the show notes, some of these are really well polished. Some people do the entire transcript of the episode, which is a good SEO practice. But just because a bunch of podcasters do it doesn't necessarily mean you should do it. So when I got more money conscious about the show, I decided, you know, I don't need detailed editing. And all I do now for my episodes is I just trim out the very beginning and trim out the very end. I'll add a sponsor in the episode for people who go through one of my different options for becoming a sponsor, but that's pretty much all I do for most of the episodes. Clip out the beginning, clip out the end. I've even been doing sponsors in the same recording, so that's just even less work. And I think it's really important to address the work part because that's what really makes a lot of people shy away from podcasts and they think of doing the interview, they think of editing all the post-production stuff, doing the actual interview, and then publishing and promoting. But if you don't do detailed editing, you just do it all one take, one raw file. And if there is something where you have to cut out, you just, you just stop the Zoom recording. That's what I do if there's like a Wi-Fi issue or if there's something that needs to be scrapped out of that episode. I stop the recording, we go back into it, so I have the reference point instead of having to dig through the file. Another big thing I did, so I used to delegate show notes. I didn't do those myself, but I started to take notes on each of my episodes. I actually have a podcast workbook, a show notes edition, where if you have that with you while you are recording an episode, there's a place where you put in all the insights, where maybe you incorporate those in the show notes. There's a section where you put in all of the links so when someone says www.mywebsite.com, you put that in your show notes workbook or just a pen and piece of paper if you want to go that basic because I did that a lot in the beginning. And it's just so much easier to kind of do the main show note work, like the links, which are really annoying to get, especially if guests say them mid-episode because then you would have to listen to the entire episode to get the links. But instead, just writing all this stuff down during the actual recording saves you so much time. And I was paying over $50 an episode at one point. So it doesn't just save you time. It also saves you money to be really conscious about the work that goes into a podcast. Now, for me, at the peak, I've done five episodes per week on Breakthrough Success. And I've had other podcasts... Um, they're not as active as they used to be, but 
I am still doing weekly content on Ditch the Job for the most part. Profitable public speaking is taking a little bit of a break, but we will likely be getting back into that podcast very soon. But the idea is that I'm doing a lot of this content and podcasting is no stretch my only business. But if you just do one episode each week, where it's just one interview each week, it's very doable to come out with your own podcast episode. Maybe you spend 30 minutes each week doing some outreach to potential guests. Maybe you allocate two to three hours each week for the interviews on the very high end if we're talking about a weekly podcast. Some people, they'll pick one to two days, do all their interviews, they're done for the rest of the month with interviews. And then if you write the show notes as you're going through the process and you edit very basic, no music, no fancy intro, just put it all into one recording, it does speed up the workload where podcasting could probably take less than five hours a week for a lot of people who are just doing weekly content. So if you are going to invest in your podcast, like Libsyn, I love them. I use them for breakthrough success. You can use the coupon code breakthrough to get the rest of this month and the following month free on their platform. If you want to host multiple podcasts, which I don't think is a lot of people when they're first starting out, but if you eventually go for multiple podcasts, Captivate is a really great option. They help you a lot with providing great data points, as does Libsyn. So that's just some of the stuff about podcasting, like expenses, Libsyn, Captivate, like Captivate's just $20 a month for most people. Libsyn is as little as $5 a month, but anything beyond that, like show notes, delegating stuff, like you have to justify those expenses. Don't spend just for the sake of spending. Like if you spend $500 on your podcast, you should be of the mindset, the money I spend should produce me at least $500. You don't get there right at the beginning unless you have a podcast, you interview guests, and your strategy is that some of those guests end up becoming clients. But over the long term, the money you spend on your podcast should eventually result in a positive ROI. And if you track your income and expenses, it becomes a lot easier for you to figure out what are the extraneous expenses and just cutting those out from your business. Another great thing to do with your podcast is I always mention my email, marketmarketberry.com. I always tell people to email me. I'm posting a little bit more on my social networks about the podcast. Not just like, oh, we dropped a new episode, but what questions would you like me to ask guests? Like Stuff like that to engage with the listeners rather than just announcing new episodes. Because when you really engage with your audience, that's when you get them to engage back with you and remember your brand. and it really allows you as a podcaster to see that there are people who are listening to your episodes. I mean, Libsyn, like I could see how many people have downloaded the episodes. I could see the thousands of downloads I get each month for which I am so super grateful for everyone, including you, especially you who are listening to the episodes. But it's always good to hear back from a listener. And that's the stuff that I enjoy the most as a podcast host, hearing that a listener really got a lot from the episode. So definitely include call to actions in your podcast episodes. I've mentioned the Breakthrough Success Facebook group, markberry.com slash Facebook before, and also my email address because if you want to just chat, if you want to talk, if you enjoyed an episode and want to let me know, 
having those types of interactions really goes a long way for your show and allows you to see firsthand the type of impact you're having. The biggest thing with a podcast, though, is that you are responsible. You are responsible for building out the relationships if you interview people. You're also responsible for building the relationship with your listeners, which is why I mentioned like, hey, here's my email address, marketmarkaberti.com, or just ask people a question in the episode or anything of that nature. But you have to think about podcasting as a business in order to really transcend with it. So when you do interview someone on your show, have ways to build that relationship. Naturally, not every guest will be interested in building a relationship beyond just being on the show, getting some extra exposure. But if you are intentional about building relationships, if you email the person when their episode comes out, if you're engaging with their content on social media, those people are more likely to continue to engage with you. And podcasting is such an amazing networking tool. You could get on more speaking stages with it. You can get more clients. You can get more partners. There is so many possible scenarios with podcasting where I do believe if you came to me and you said, I want to grow my business this way, I would be able to come up with a good podcasting strategy that involves a podcast to further fuel your business ambitions. But podcasting, it is something where you do have to be a little consistent. So one episode per week is the bare minimum. If you do need to take a day off, I mean a week off, like take it though. Because I feel like so many people when they are stuck on a strict content schedule, and it's good to have that schedule because then you are creating content, your listeners know when to check in for your new episode. So it's really good to do that. But if you need a week off, just take it. because. There is a overwhelming factor. There is a moment where maybe you don't, you, you just got a lot of stuff going on. You need to take the break. And it's not something you should do very often, but sometimes it really does help to just step away for a little bit and just be able to go forward. Now, the way to decrease your likelihood of doing that, though, is to do a lot of interviews in advance. So at any given moment for breakthrough success, I'm at least four months ahead for interviews. So we just now released episode 600, but I'd say we have at least 24 interviews that we've already recorded for the show, but they haven't necessarily been published yet. And that gives me several months of time where if I do want to go on a vacation or if I do need to take the break, I can more than easily do that. And you do need to take those breaks sometimes with content creation in general. It's just a good thing to do. And then you go back to your content feeling super energized. So since we're at episode 600, we are getting pretty close, I guess somewhat close to the 1,000 episode milestone, which is going to be very exciting when it does eventually happen on Breakthrough Success. But for people who are thinking about episode milestones, it, it just comes one episode at a time. And don't think about like too much about what you want your podcast to look like in five years. Like it's good to have that type of vision because then you have a direction, you know where you're heading. But think more about what you're doing with your podcast now. What are you going to do right now to go up to that next level? What are you going to do to get a consistent 10 downloads per day? If you think about where you are now and you take action accordingly, 
That's how you build up a successful show that eventually gets to hundreds of episodes and thousands of downloads each month. So I am a big advocate for podcasting. I really love this and I'm appreciative of you for joining me on this journey, listening to Breakthrough Success episodes. It really does mean a lot. So if you guys have any questions about podcasting, if you want to get started, if you have questions about your existing podcast, I would love to hear from you guys. Again, my email is marketmarketbirdie.com and just reach out to me. Any questions that you have about podcasting, and I'd be happy to answer them. So that pretty much wraps up this episode. I'm so grateful again. Like I say this like every milestone episode, but it's just crazy to me how uh, like we all have our episode one. I still remember my episode one. I interviewed, I don't know if you guys know him, Jeffrey Shaw. He is a really great podcaster. And, you know, first interview sounds very different from episode 599, the most recent episode prior to this solo episode I did for you guys. So it's a journey. And if you stay focused on something you love and you attach monetization to it, you have a good model. That's where a lot of magic can really happen. So again, you guys already know my email. I've mentioned it a few times. Reach out if you need any help or have any questions. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Until then, dream big, achieve greatness, and unlock your potential today.